recording because I need to record on Pierre at all times because Pierre will start lying, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Purse First, the only exclusive podcast about the girls and the gays that rap. And y'all, we we got we really got stuff yes. to keep. We we got some live breaking news. Y'all are gonna hear this episode after this has happened so there may have been more developments maybe we'll have to hop on twitter or something to share our thoughts on the developments but as we are recording this on february the 2nd some things have just transpired between Nicki minaj and the city girls and and we actually had planned on talking about Nicki minaj and just what we think is happening you know with this new era of Nicki, which we will talk about in a second but right now we're having a conversation so should we do the drama first or just show, just talk let's about do the, music? Let's, let's get the drama out the way first because okay. I think this is important because I also want to be mature, unlike Pierre, and say that, you know, this is definitely a situation where I don't think that Nikki, you know, is coming completely left field. I think that it is, I think she has done several things. I, I think she's handled this situation actually very well. And I that's that's actually the way I rarely feel about Nikki. The the thing with me with Nikki is that I just I feel like she handles situations so poorly all the time. And I do feel like in this situation that just happened, she handled it well. Do I think that she is telling the truth about every single thing? No. And that's what me and Pierre was just arguing about a little bit. Well, we was arguing about some more stuff, too. But Pierre, and, tell, and, tell and the girls what so, happened. OK, so Nikki Minaj went on the morning hustle. Let me see. Let me see the. It don't matter. The morning hustle yesterday. And one of the questions they asked her was. Will she ever work with the City Girl? Now, backstory, y'all know the City Girls keep tweeting Nicki Minaj, telling her to unblock her. Uh, Carisha keeps saying, tell Nicki to unblock me, blah, 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 unblock me, unblock me. So the Morning Hustle, they use that um, for ammunition to ask Nicki Minaj a question as, will you ever work for with the City Girls? Nicki Minaj revealed to us that when the City Girls was popping, which they still are, but they had a popping song out, and she was like, oh, I want to get on that song. And then people let her know that the city girls be talking shit about you. They be tweeting shit about you. They be making videos about you. And that just made her not want to work with them. She still liked them. She still liked their music. She just no longer wanted to work with them. Now, this interview went crazy. Everybody posted it everywhere. And it kind of like blew up. And like Cecily and I were just talking about, the barbs were ready. They were ready to tear holes in these girls' assholes. Um, but Nikki just now, just 23 minutes ago, just tweeted, she just got off the phone with Carisha and JT, and they had a very beautiful conversation. And I think, and what I was saying, so first of all, Pierre's being a little smart ass right now. (laughs) Y'all, I I just, I I really hope, you know what I'm saying? Oh my ass when it comes to the queen of rap, and I hate that. And and I just want to say that I really hope that like our real rider listeners can hear the sarcasm in Pierre's voice because Pierre is really good for that. And that's why I'm so glad, you know, we, we upload our, our artist interviews to Patreon now, but I'm starting to think we need to upload this part to the Patreon now too. So y'all can see Pierre's facial expressions and shit because Pierre is the type that like to throw stones and have his hand and he'd be trying to gaslight y'all and he'd be like, Cecily, he'd be like, Cecily, why would you think that I'm being mean or sarcastic? But like, y'all don't be seeing his face now. The story that Nicki Minaj told 
okay, I actually do get that. And you, you know, had a good used, point. Tell, she tell used them the this, point you made earlier. She used this example of like, you know, I, you know, I just, I wouldn't go out to dinner with somebody if I know that they didn't like me. And I said, you know, but, but she was using very specific words. Like what she was saying was like, you know, I saw this thing I wanted to get on the song and then social media happened. And then the internet happened because once you say something on the internet, it, you know, it, it, it lives there forever yeah. and basically what she and and i thought and pierre correct me if i'm wrong i thought nikki said i had been hearing this for years that these girls did not like me that's uh, what i that's what i thought she said but let's just say even if she didn't she say did, that right let's just say even if she didn't say that what she did say was just that like the internet happened social media happened people from her team told her that the city girls had been talking shit and so like yes yeah, cool like i'm not mad about it but i'm not gonna work with y'all because y'all don't like me and I think for me, that is just a little hard to believe because of the barbs. And Pierre, he's going to lie. I want y'all to know he's going to lie. He's going to lie while we recording. But before we was recording and talking about this, he agreed with me. Because the moment the barbs saw that video of JT saying that, I know they sent it to Nikki. And Nikki be on the fucking internet. She peeps shit that's happening on the internet and I, I actually I don't like that she framed it like that that like you know once you social media happened because then like that makes it seem like she is also just kind of succumbing to like social media fodder like girl do you forgive the girl for what she said or not you know what I'm saying like that's mm-hmm. kind of you know that's kind of what I was hoping for but you know that's not a big deal but I just feel like no no Nikki I, you, I, you I, knew I, that video existed before you wanted to hop on the song I agree I agree. And I agree for both. I think it could have went both ways. And even if she did, I think she turned it into a good story to, yes. to make it on her side. Because I would have did the same motherfucking thing. I think it's just as possible that Nikki just did not want to hop on the song. I well, what I actually told no, Pierre I think, was I think I think that she just saw them talking shit and just came up with the story like I wanted to work with y'all, but I seen y'all talking shit. Exactly. No, and damn well you ain't never want to get because what I told Pierre was I don't think Nikki, I don't think Nikki will work with the city girls because I think I feel like Nikki is a little bit harder on female rappers than she is on male rappers, and I feel like she would think that the city girls are not kind of up to par with her in terms of well, she feel that know, way about all these bitches. Yeah, she she does feel that way, but but y'all, I mean, I, y'all know how I feel about city girls. I love the city girls, but I do feel like you know there's like this common kind of narrative that like yeah. they can't rap, they pussy rappers. They I, I feel like the general a lot of energy that I get around city girls from from naysayers and from critics of them is that they don't belong in hip hop, that they don't have a place in hip hop because they're not like serious rappers because they're not the most um like uh lyrically you know which is sophisticated unfair I done, these niggas it's wrong for every Baby. other nigga i done seen some listen these niggas I done seen some lean with it rock with it soldier boy up in this hole rocking, rocking and four clones rocking. and then you'll see one of them niggas and then be four clones of him too and all them <laughs> niggas have deals so so i do so so i would what i was that's what i was telling pierre i'm like i don't think that nikki would work with them just off of that alone like i think that she would maybe think that that was you know I feel like when it comes to women, Nikki really likes to work with women that like, you know, she feels like she's really given like a stamp of approval to in a way that she doesn't do with like niggas who she'll just hop on a song because she like it and it's fun, you know? And so I, I was telling Pierre, I was like, I do. So so then what happened was, so she she did this interview, like Pierre said, had the, had the interview just gone up with nothing else, the barbs would have been 
and Carisha and JT's DMs and comments all night. But what I did say is that I'm really glad that Nikki posted about the conversation that they had, posted that it was a beautiful conversation, talked about it publicly to kind of let the bars know like there is no beef. That was so nice of Nicki Minaj. I think that that this was very... New, we got a new queen, y'all. We got a new queen. I... Okay. Um. Well, I don't... Have, I mean, we don't have a... Oh, you're saying like Nicki Minaj is like acting brand new. Okay, but that's yeah. actually a good transition. I know, Be- it is. No, and, that was a perfect and, transition because that's what we want to talk about today. Like we wanted to kind of make predictions. of Nicki fucking yes. Minaj. My bitch yes. got multiple errors. Yes. Period. So, P, I'm going to let you go first since you're the expert. You're the resident Barb. Oh, shit. You get the honors. Went, went out of... Um, so, Nikki, um, this Friday... Oh, bitch, not you got a ghost. Did y'all see that? I'm glad that it's recorded. <laughs> and keep in mind, this is all the places I keep my obituaries. So... One of these damn obituaries just not one of your ass. One of your ancestors in Barty Gang. They are. One of your ancestors is a city girl. It was like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I cannot believe that just happened. Kelly, oh for my our God. listeners, Kelly did like Kelly did like Cardi B. Oh my God, Kelly. For our that. listeners, something fell off of Pierre's shelf completely unprompted as he was getting ready to talk about the new era of Nicki Minaj. And um, it's definitely somebody from Barty Gang uh, speaking to him from the other side. Oh my God. So (laughs) my girl, Onika Tanya Mirage, she has a new song coming out this Friday. Well, um, February 4th um, with, Lil Baby. Which baby is it, Lil Baby? Lil Baby. I, I like sure that. hope it's not the baby. The baby. No, Cause... it's not the baby. It's Lil Baby. And it's called Do We Have a Problem? <laughs> okay, let's back up. Actually, let's oh back God. up. No, no. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Let's back up. Because now Nikki is playing in our face. And I, you know... But you know what? I'm not even gonna go there because then I'm gonna be a conspiracy theorist like the Barb's, yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna be less, I'm gonna be doing it. the thing. I'm gonna be doing the thing that I accuse the Barb's of doing, which is you know participating in conspiracy theories and all of that. Yeah. But I mean, wow, you have to admit the timing <laughs> on that one <laughs> is just <laughs> that she has that she has just resolved a problem with the city girls and then dropped a song with their label mate let's be clear little baby is a part of the qc family with the city girls called do we have a problem all right go ahead pierre what else but anyway that's that's coming out um and we just want to talk about the new era of Nicki minaj right like what do Mm -hmm. we think um, my girl is giving us all these promos. My sis is doing interviews. We ain't been do- seeing this shit. You know, Nikki went on a, a a thing where she was doing her own interviews for the the Queen rollout. She started Queen's Radio and she was interviewing her motherfucking self. So Period. now Nikki is doing interviews. That was so chaotic. That was a real chaotic. <laughs> it was not, mess. Let's not. Let's that not. was mess every week, child. Nikki. 
Let's not. But anyway, um, and the she dropped the a teaser to the music video with Lil Baby. And it is not like the typical Nicki Minaj videos. It's not the ass shaking. It's not the big booty. And I think my girl got a butt reduction because. Let's clap for that. (laughs) Let's clap for that. I think my baby got a butt reduction and she looks good. She looks after carrying Papa Bear. She, my baby looks good. She always looked good, but she looks good. Um, but anyway, this video is more theatrics and it mm-hmm. has a theme and it has like famous actors and shit in it. And um I'm excited because I always wanted that for Nikki. Pierre, you you uh, mentioned earlier, uh, no, <laughs> when we were talking earlier before it started, you no. said that you said that she was getting I can't remember no. <laughs> what you said. You said she was getting in a bag. <laughs> like who what Pierre, who was it? Who bagged? Did you say Nikki was getting it? Oh, why are you giving me the middle finger? Because you said you was going to bring this up, and I just do not recall. I have no idea oh, what you are talking that's about. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Our producer <laughs> is on. Um, <laughs> that, I, I mean, I, I, I know someone remembers, um, but, but you know, I think I think um, Pierre really appreciated the visuals of what he saw, and I think it reminded him... <laughs> of someone who is known for their elevated visuals. It reminded me of the reason I really, really like Cardi B. Cardi B lyrics are not my best friends, but everything else with Cardi B, her performances, and as well as her videos, I absolutely love. So when I seen the preview to Nicki Minaj, I word vomited and said, oh, she's in her Cardi bag. Huh. And Cecily will not let let huh. me like. It's just well, like, would you look at that? <laughs> and and understand this: there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeing the way the world is progressing now, and and taking that and applying that. I think it's the smartest fucking thing, and I think 100%. that's what makes that's what makes you the queen of fucking rap. You no, see it, that the booty shaking and the old videos that we used to love, you see that isn't working now. So you find out what's the latest trends and you tear that shit apart. That's what keeps you around. That's what keep Mariah Carey around for 30 fucking years. That's what keep Beyonce around for 30 years. And that's what's going to keep Nicki Minaj around for 30 fucking years. I, and I agree with that. I feel like Nicki learns slow, but she learns. Like the truth is, like, and you know, and me and Pierre she don't even learn slow. Her ego is just disgusting. She's a Sagittarius. I'm pretty sure people be like Nikki, and she be like, no. Yep. Because it got to be her idea. You got can't nobody. I bet you so many people come to team meetings with Nikki Minaj with all these dope ass ideas, and she be like, no, chop, chop, chop. And then two months know, later, she yeah. be like, let's do this. And it's some poor intern that's like, I pitched this three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you know, obviously, you know, me and Pierre joke about Cardi, you know, versus Nikki. But I do think Pierre just raised a good point. The truth is that people, you know, we always say Cardi B and the B stand for budget because she always comes out with these elaborate, you know, visuals, these really stunning visuals. But the truth is that people just were not making videos like that. Mm-hmm. 
when I mean, except fucking Missy, you know what I'm saying? It was like videos just were not the and same. That's where, and that's where Cardi got it from. She yeah. just paid attention to the past. I and I also think that like you know, and and it's crazy because there's such a uh. The relationship between Nikki and just the rest of the industry is always so interesting because I think for Cardi to even have gotten to that place where she was like, you know, really investing heavily in visuals like that is that she looked to the pop girls because the pop girls have always been able to give you a visual. But the first person who made it okay for the rap girls to be in the pop space in the first in the first place was Nikki. And so it it does always like, and, and I wish that, and again, I think even going, but, but we can also still play that cycle and go back even before that, because then it's like, well, who gave Nikki permit? Like, how did Nikki even derive like the aesthetic to fit into that lane? And it's like, oh yeah. Like, cause you was watching Lil' Kim and you, you know, you were watching, don't, 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 Pierre, you really going to make us revive this? You're going to make us revive this? Like, we can't even be on the same page about this, Pierre. I do. I do. Now, you too old to be You too old to be on this wrong side no, of history no, now. No, no, I am not. I am not on the wrong side. Kimberly Denise Jones is... The blueprint. The, the for a lot of these bitches. The motherfucker. Any, any rap bitch that, that is sexy and Period. not fully clothed. Like Queen Latifah was, even though Queen Latifah was sexy in her own right. Any rap bitch that is sexy and does not fully wear... Sexy and femme? Sexy and straight? Sexy and femme and... (laughs) (laughs) No, even... even, You can be lesbians and stuff. I'm just saying, like, any bitch that was just like... You know, when the rap girls first came out, they was some hood niggas. Mm -hmm. Like, MC Light them, I would call them if I had to fight niggas. Like Queen Latifah, I would definitely call Queen Latifah if I had to fight a nigga. But Lil' Kim let women know that, bitch, you can have bars and still be sexy. So yes. any bitch, any bitch, any... she. No one after little Kim. But I just feel but like, anyway. hold on. No, no, no. Because even that is kind of understating it. It wasn't just that she came and said that you can rap and be sexy. Like, she also completely innovated what it meant to, like the looks that this bitch was pulling off like the looks that look him was pulling off no one has seen before and they still fun haven't. fact uh i i actually don't know if i can say this yet because i don't know if it's public but y'all just people the foreword of look him's upcoming memoir is from it's not a rap person that that writes the foreword and look him like in in that like having somebody like that to write the foreword to your memoir like she's a pop culture icon oh yeah and I do and look him was the first really was the first rap bitch to become like oh she was a bold. pop she was culture moment to, yes like. Was- Donatella and all them other hoes. Like, what? What she did in the Crush on You video alone is just oh, the yeah. stuff of legend. And, like, that, I'm sorry, but, like, that is a, like, the same conversation that a lot of barbs want us to be having about Nicki Minaj is the reason why Kim and Nicki was beefing because, like, that was the conversation that Nicki needed to be having with Kim as well in terms of, like, hmm, where'd you get that? idea you know what I'm saying and so but again I don't think I I feel like the issue in the industry is that I feel like 
everybody, Nikki included, is competing for a spot that actually does not exist. Mm. And if it did exist, it would actually be very problematic. Mm. Like, I, niggas can rap all day about who the best male rapper is, right? Mm. But, like, if it really was just Jay-Z, like, if Jay-Z really was just always, like, Mm. the example the pinnacle the top of rap as talented as he is oh my god it would be so it would be boring it would be so i mean tomatoes boo boo. yeah like (laughs) even if it was wayne right like first of all if it was wayne all the hip-hop would fucking crumble because that nigga be down drug skateboarding somewhere you know what i'm saying like we just it's uh, first 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 first, but you know it's true (laughs) first first but you know it's true you know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I hate that I feel like the, the girls are competing for this spot that does not exist. But going back to the topic at hand, which is Nikki's new era, I am also excited about it because I'm also excited to see how um, I, I do think that um, Nikki Minaj is having a Mariah Carey moment of reckoning where I do think that Nikki is tired of being seen as a mean girl. And I think it's the motherhood. Motherhood softens you up every single time. Mm -hmm. Every single time. So I think she's about to get back in good grace with the Grammys. I think my sis is finally about to get the Grammys she deserves. Finally about to get the number one she deserves. Because she had a baby. She realized she she sees life now. It's not all about her because she now has to share it. Not only with her, her, well, yes, I'm only going to talk about the the child. She now has to share, share it with her child. But I will say, you know, I also do think that Nikki just in general has inherited a little bit of a liability, which we will not name. We know, but y'all know we've talked about it. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And so I do think that a lot of it, a lot of the moves that Nikki has to make, she does have to kind of keep that stuff in mind Mm -hmm. now. You know what I mean? She she had, you know, I've said it before, but like, you know, Nikki is used to being invited to to the fashion weeks and sit in front row at the fashion weeks. And, and if she wants to have the, you know, she, she might not be able to have that plus one. And if people are questioning who that plus one is and who, what, what you Um, let's come. Hey, Hey, um, Hey, mm, mm. let's, let's not, we've already talked about it, so we don't need to get into it anymore, but I I can see how that is. And, and, you know, honestly, like, I kind of hate that for her. I don't think that that's fair to her. I don't think it's fair to, I think it's a decision that she made. I think she's, she's the one who's making that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it sucks for her. I think she's worked too hard and she's built so much. Um, and I wish that this is not what she not has had to do. Me. And I, you know, and I do think that there are people who, you know, there are people who are never going to mention it, who really ride for Nikki and they're just never going to mention it. But even that is like sad to me because like whoever thought that Nikki would like marry somebody that we can't fucking talk about. <laughs> that is like in the fucking shadows. Like, I, like I worse, wanted my girl like, to marry somebody <laughs> who the barbs were just going to love. And yeah. it's like I she just married. That's all. I, yeah, I, she's married. But we don't talk about relationships on this show. So okay. first, first, I don't give a fuck if it is your husband. Now, what's, move. The, what's the yeah? What's the next topic? <laughs> shout out to um, Nikki and the new shout era. Out, shout out to Nikki and Papa Bear, and you know, um, and and I appreciate you, Nikki, for showing some love to um Carissa and Jay Z. Now, moving right along, and and I love that you are um as Pierre said in your Cardi B bag. Now, um. The, I actually wanted to talk to you about Ruby Rose's new. 
y'all peers. Oh man. Because you're going to make them take away my Bob card. <laughs> oh, baby, you lucky I ain't sending them screenshots of what you were sending me uh, last oh, year. Don't ever play with me, baby. I got evidence. Baby, I got evidence. So don't ever cross wrong. me. Don't ever cross me, baby, because I had a Barb's at your door. Wouldn't that be some shit? I'd be like, y'all got a Judas among y'all. Y'all got a Judas amongst you y'all. You are so fake. <laughs> you are so fake. Because guess what? You ain't going to never find no shit like that about me with my faves. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding. I do have the evidence, but I, I would never do you like that because the barbs are crazy. All right. Did you watch Ruby Rose's new video? I did. What do you think about Ruby Rose? I like her. <laughs> I I I don't. I do know why I ask Pierre stuff first before I start talking because that's when I can get the honest answer out of Pierre. Because think about these fucking Geminis. Here's what they good at. And this is why Geminis be such social butterflies. Because Geminis are really good at like intaking information and then using that information, you know, to like create a good atmosphere. So if I start talking about how I like Ruby Rose and all the things I like about her, Pierre look for some of the stuff he kind of agree with and then we'll just jump in full energy on that. Like, yes, it's that, it's that, it's that. So that's why I had to ask Pierre first how he thought about Ruby Rose. And now we know that Pierre does not really care for Ruby Rose <laughs> based on his response. I, okay. The, the, the reason I actually wanted to talk about Ruby Rose is because I wanted to have more of these conversations where we just kind of talk about artists um, and just kind of where they are in the industry right now and like what they're doing. And I was telling Pierre that, Ruby Rose, um, like, you know, there are a few artists who are like this. Ruby Rose is really one of those girls that remind me that I'm an auntie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in my 30s. Like, times have changed on a bitch. Like, damn, where did I go? Um, it was, um, I was looking at this picture of Ruby Rose in this uh, outfit. Yeah, I guess it was an outfit. Girl. And... <laughs> And literally, and literally, and let me tell y'all, really, I'm really in my auntie bag. Literally, like, half of Ruby Rose's ass cheeks are out. Now, Ruby Rose, she's one of those girls, like, what Megan say, turn to the back for a pick? Ruby Rose turn into the back for the pick every time, period. And, you know, I love it, support it, but we are definitely of the generation where, like, when we would go to school, the administrators would make us put our hands down the the side of our thighs and if our skirts or shorts were not uh at least that length they were considered too short and we could either be sent home be in trouble and so or or have to change and so i am definitely from that generation where when the girls started to wear the like the coochie cutters that just kind of accidentally showed a little sliver at the bottom of the ass we was like oh yes like we finally liberated we finally and obviously since then the shorts the shorts have gotten shorter and i found myself clutching my pearls like wait so like you just (laughs) so just the panties you just wear the panties that's the panties are just the outfit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. It. We, we are all for it, but like it shocks me every time, and I and so I'm very. 
And it, and it shocks me because like I can tell that just be her outfits. Like that just be like how she coming in, you know. And also Ruby Rose is um she's an OnlyFans girl. So I think um I don't know if her OnlyFans is still up, but um she was one of those girls who really made, you know, money, money from OnlyFans. She has that she's she's very slim petite, she light skinned, she looks kind of racially ambiguous. We looked it up because I had to make sure the bitch wasn't black fishing before I was before I came on here giving her too much praise, I had to make sure she was black, but she is. She's um actually she's actually Eritrean, and then one of her parents is black Japanese. and like Japanese or something like that. So one of her parents is biracial, and then her other parent is black by way of um Eritrea. So she's she's cute, she's light skinned obviously very easy money on the platform. Like OnlyFans, especially when you're willing to take all of your pictures in a thong. <laughs> and so, but I said all that to say like. What always kind of, first of all, she can rap. Like that's, I love that we are in this era where like, I mean, and we've always been in this era, but like you really can be up in your hoe bag and then still rap. And I also like Ruby Rose has this really deep ass voice. Oh, like yes. bitches, Ruby, baby. Like Ruby. <laughs> Ruby and she's Rose. like this small ass, <laughs> yes. light skin, pretty. Like, <laughs> hi. She looks so like. Bitches, Ruby, baby. <laughs> and when she rap, you be like, what? You be like, who the fuck is this? She literally has a song with Young M.A. and her. I feel like her voice is deeper than yeah. Young M.A.'s on the song. Like, and she comes in. But I, I fucking love that because I feel like it represents this dichotomy of who the world kind of perceives might perceive her as based on how she runs her business and persona online versus how she actually shows up on the track as like a strong, you know, like, I mean, like she is spitter, like Ruby Rose. Um, I'm pretty sure actually Ruby Rose is one of the um, freshman class uh, members from oh, yeah, two, a couple years ago. Yeah. On double XL. Yeah. And I, I love, I, I can really see how, having a moment like that where you in- included in a freshman class could really put a lot of pressure on you to go a different way in terms of how you represent yourself. And I love that she was still like, Nope, I'm still just shaking my ass in the camera. And I feel like she might be face tuning her booty to look a little bigger in some of them pictures, but that's okay. We all use a little face tune. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't be oh. sure of that. That's just, you know, I-, I think, I just think that I don't know that for sure, but you know, like, She's leaning into it. She like, look, I'm gonna get this bag one way or another. You either want to hear me or you want to see me. Pick a pick a poison or both. I I I fuck with it. Like, but I definitely feel old <laughs> when I see her. Um, and I think that's why Pierre gave that stale ass. I like her when I first asked about her. Are you? Why, Pierre, why are you falling asleep? Doja Cat just released a new video. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Why are you, what, I want your honest thoughts on Ruby Rose. We here to tell the truth with the people, Pierre. We're no, not here to bullshit so, around. No, I don't want to talk, I don't want to say my opinion because it's, it's wrapped so deep in misogyny, it's ridiculous. Oh, I, I think the fact that you are able to name that is a good place to start. Yes, 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 yes. So that's why I don't want to say it because I have to I have to work on that and fix that inside of me. But but, but let's just hear is, it. Let's let's hear it so that other people who are listening who are also struggling with that 
have a good like okay like if this is where you're thinking you're coming from the wrong place with it okay. and I so Nicki Minaj has opened the door for <laughs> Jesus Christ no but anyway the rap the rap gods before everyone the rap the female the women rap gods have opened the doors for all types of women rappers to have a platform and because mm-hmm. of social media because of you can anybody can put things on apple music because anybody can be and uh you don't need a label you don't need all this shit no more the rap game the the female rap game over the past like three or four years has just been oversaturated with all types of which is going to keep us employed because we can we have so many people to to interview but it's just like if someone isn't just super like out of the box at this point for me and this goes the same thing for men rappers if they're not super out of the box if they're just pretty half naked and can rap i'm going to be like so is the other 900 bitches you know, Pierre, I feel like you think that that's like a problematic opinion, but I actually don't think so. Cause what it, and you can tell me if I'm putting words in your mouth, that's not what you mean, but it sounds like you're kind of tired of like colorism and fat phobia being the bottom line in this industry. And that, you know, like we already know that the girls are going to be cute and be light skinned and be, I mean, that's, that's real as fuck. I mean, to when be honest, I like them be the MC. I yes. Up for shit like that. Yes. That's why we had Fiona because we were so excited about that. And we are definitely going to be having some other artists like that this season, but I ain't going to tell y'all who it is yet. Um, but no, that's so, that's so real. And I, I don't think that's misogynistic. I can see why you thought it would be misogynistic because it sounds like you're like, she just kind of another pretty face, but I, I don't think it's that because I do think that you acknowledge, I, I do think that you acknowledge that Ruby Rose can rap. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. We're not, we're not, I don't think Pierre is denying her talent, but I I do feel like that's actually, you know, I'm glad you you brought that up. I watched the video. I watched the video. It's a pretty ass video, her on cars. Mm hmm. Seen it. Yeah. Yeah, seen it. (laughs) You know, and it is really, (sighs) oh, we might be getting into some weird territory here. Because this this is this is some weird territory, but like if if we can go back to the city girls for a second, as we know, um, JT and Carisha did not look how they look now when they first started their careers versus now. Um, I don't think we need all the facial expressions from Pierre right now because Nikki also doesn't look how hey, she looked hey, when hey, she first came hey, out. Hey, but my baby but, got nothing done up here. But but but, yeah, but do, does it matter? I I do agree that it's sad to see the kind of carbon copy. Oh yeah, carbon copy, carbon copy in terms of a face. Like down to a face is and like just the European standards uh, of beauty. These bitches, everybody got to have the same nose. Everybody teeth got to look the same. And y'all be beautiful from the motherfucking. 
star. And this is not shading any other girls that because bitch, I done got some nips and tucks too. But you do not have to look What you got nipped and tucks? Like these light skinned motherfucking white women. I period. I agree with that hundred percent. I listen. And that be the thing about it, like when people talk about like you know, I'll never forget that meme that showed an old picture of Kylie and Jordan when it back when they were still friends, obviously. It was like an old picture of them versus like a newer picture of them together. Yeah. And they was like, remember it, the, the picture was basically like, remember, you not ugly, you just broke. You know, oh. and I think that this is such an important lesson in that you just just about beauty in general, because obviously I, I'm I don't knock anybody from getting any work done on a body or their face, period. Like whatever whatever you want to go get done, get done. And especially when, you know, as Pierre just said, that's the only way they're letting bitches in the game right now, anyway. But I but I will say, like beauty for, for people who are just watching this shit from the outside in. And, you know, it's so much talk about like, you know, all these girls on social media and these unrealistic standards. Like the issue is not that it's more people who are starting to look like that. The issue is that we have more access to people who can afford to look like that than we did in the past. Back in the day, rich bitches who can afford to get nose jobs and boob jobs, they was in their motherfucking mansions, in their motherfucking condos, in their motherfucking uh, with their rich niggas on airplanes in them restaurants baby, in these LA. Hoes live in projects Period. with BBLs, baby. No, Oodles but and, I, and I don't. BBLs. No, and that's not even what I'm saying. That's actually that's also <laughs> not what I'm saying because what I'm saying is now. We see those those bitches are on social media now. So now a bitch who is eating oodles and noodles who don't have a BBL sees the bitches with the BBL. So now it seemed like more bitches got BBLs when actually you you just see more of them now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that that's so important because beauty is an that's access how it is issue. With gay people. Yeah, like y'all have to understand like this shit is about money and who has it. <laughs> I actually talk about that a lot in my book. <laughs> Uh, if y'all ain't read it yet, but no, I, but no, for real, like not even to do a shameless plug. Like when I was writing about my own body image and about being a fat girl, especially being a fat girl on the internet and, you know, developing my own concept of beauty. Oh, thanks, bae. <laughs> developing, Pierre holding up my book, y'all. Developing my own concept of beauty. Like I, I also had to like, we cannot separate be- the conversation about beauty and beauty standards from conversations about money. Beauty will always be a money issue. It will always be a conversation about money. And so the more money somebody gets, the better they are going to start to look up against traditional beauty standards because they can just afford more shit. Even if it's a $400 skin cream, like period. So I just, I needed to say that. And so I do respect your opinion on Ruby Rose. Okay. Now let's go back to planet, planet her with miss, uh, big doge. She just dropped the um, video. Get into it. Get into it, yeah. <laughs> did you watch it? I did. I just watched it on mute um, okay. a second ago. I, I watched it on mute, not not because I, I don't, don't like the it. song, but because I know the song. <laughs> like, I, I didn't need to hear it. Um, and because we was on here. And I actually like it. I think that she, um, I don't. I wish that Doja for Planet Her on the visual side would have went with the um like visual album route 
and gave us just like a one story. full cohesive story about Planet Her from start to finish with all the videos done. I think her dropping these videos and rolling these videos out kind of one shit. by one and they feel the same and I'm really bored. I'm like, okay, bitch, we are we are out of space. I get it. Being out of space. You look good in out of space. You she even she brought it to Earth one time with Kofi. And she was like a spider alien bitch. That was oh, cute. That was cute. That, that was, was cute. cute as fuck, actually. That because first of all, that nigga so purse first. Purse first. <laughs> that nigga find out, but purse first. Now, <laughs> like, I I I I think that I wish that she would have went that route where we just got all the videos at one time, roll them out. Uh but she's still a you. new artist. Well, do you consider Doja new? By the old standard, she's not by the new standards. I, I think that the I I think that I feel like back again, Pierre, like we we, we the auntie and the uncle. We the auntie and the uncle in this shit because like you was a new artist for for, for four years. You know what oh, I'm yes, saying? For, uh, yeah. Two years. I feel like Doja, when did Doja come out with Bitch on Macau? That was in like twenty seventeen. And oh shit, I guess that was five years ago though. Nah, she not a new artist. In in no, uh, she not really a new artist. Time has passed. Time well, is weird in the pandemic. I feel like oh, yeah, it fucks us all up. Yeah, she should have. She should have released it as an app because that's my problem too. It's like everything is cute, but bitch, I'm so tired of seeing aliens. I'm so tired of it. And and especially since she gave us an album that I think a lot of people. A lot of it was it was more poppy than I think a lot of people uh, wanted or expected Stop or whatever. Giving her rapper award. No, that's not true. Keep giving her rap award. Don't you no, think I- is the only person because when this conversation like this was about Lizzo, I was like, Lizzo is a pop bitch. I'm sorry. Yeah. But with Doja Cat, I'll be like, Doja Cat is a rapper. It is. Well, I like, feel no, like the Doja difference Kat is a pop bitch. No, Doja Cat has said this in interviews, and I and I agree with her. I have not, no matter how poppy the song is, I have not heard a Doja Cat song where she do not give you a 16 or or maybe even an 8, but she gonna give it to you and that's on period. Lizzo has had songs where I don't hear her rapping. She just is doing Destiny's Child singing fast. I think the issue is that people don't want to recognize we get into a sticky area because the truth is that <laughs> hip-hop and rap is pop culture. And so, what's wrong? Did something else fall off your shelf? No, you talking about Destiny Child singing fast. You know that. Cater to you. So what? My mama liked you. Oh. What? Never guess you think I oh. owe you. It's oh. like them bitches be singing fast Maybe as hell. Like, girl, I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hot that you be calling <laughs> me, stressing me every time. Yeah, it's just not bad, baby. Let me tell you something. Give me, I say, the rapper of the year. Oh, she's award. the queen. Of, she's the queen of rap. Megan Thee Stallion, um, oh. I'm a savage. My bitch got a a, a motherfucking rap Grammy. Washed her. Period. <laughs> Period. Queen of rap. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's where I am with Delja. Um, I'm excited about the new era. I feel like this one has gone on just a little long for me. I, okay, I also want to say there was something about the DIYness of Doja Cat that I find myself missing like 
when she made that song, Bitch, I'm a Cow, she had like produced it by herself. She wrote the song, produced she it. Was she did. Broke. And no, no, no. But she had also like did the video herself in front of a green screen. And obviously, of course, she was broke. And that's why she had to do it. But I also feel like just with that equipment, she could have just as easily paid somebody $200 to film a. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion first first freestyle was just her in a fucking cul-de-sac somewhere with an iPhone and she did that freestyle. Like, I still feel like there was a, crea- a creativeness to the kind of the DIY-ness. Well, I, I think I thought that Doja Cat was going to go a little bit more the way of like a Rico Nasty. Like, I don't know. I I want a little bit more like Avril Lavigne, a little less gaga you know what I mean like it's it's also grand with Doja right now and I feel like our personality even her her musical personality is not like that like it's almost something about her oh not my light went off it's we almost something hunting. but you know what that's okay because we're not using this video anyway but I feel like it's something about her something about how polished they they her team has made her because she's so successful or because that, she um, be in them chat rooms talking about black people. So now she has to be polished because she was calling us niggas. <laughs> oh. Hey, I when I was bringing up all of my grievances about Doja Cat, the girlies was telling me that I needed to be quiet. She had apologized. She wasn't on that because Doja Cat is fat phobic. Doja Cat has dropped the F word before in reference oh. to gay men. Doja, Doja. Doja has been a little problematic. Doja has been Doja has been problematic, but I also feel like it's a lot of other people that be problematic that we get passes to. And so I'm a, I'm gonna let her have the floor. I'm gonna let her have the floor. But when I was bringing up my shit about it, motherfuckers was like, "Doja, what? Oh my god, when did she do that?" But it's also like I never I'm not I want to be clear, I'm not mad at Doja for being in a pop lane. That was always very evident to me when she had that Bushwick boyfriend I was like oh this is not this is not a bitch that be in no nail shop that I would be in (laughs) (laughs) see we don't be in the same we we wouldn't be in the same circles you know what I'm saying but um yeah okay moving right along (laughs) it's time to talk about your girl a period let's talk about it because this is another patty queen she had time You know what? First, tell them the story because Mustas didn't have time, and I am on Cardi's side. This I am. I I'm gonna be a Barty gang member. No, Mustas she, did not want to do. You are. This. You are a Barty gang member. I am. Yeah, don't. It's okay to be both. Y'all don't. We don't have to. That's the beauty of 2022, but, baby. We don't I, have to choose. So, so you're a Bard. I'm not a Barb. Exactly. I am a Nikki fan. I'm not a Barb. I'm a Nikki. I am a, I am a supporter. See? See? I am a supporter See? of Nikki, a long-time always, listener. It's, it's double status. <laughs> oh, you can do both. And now when I'll tell you I don't do both. want to be associated with that. Uh, y'all are a domestic terrorist group, and I will not be associated. <laughs> so do I, do I, do I listen to Nikki? Yes. Am I a Barb? Hell no. You about to have my FBI man and my dough having to fill out some extra paperwork. Y'all motherfuckers have to fill out extra paperwork when y'all go to the DMV. Anyway, so Cardi won her case against the blogger Tasha K. And shit, that Pierre, we got to be careful about what the fuck we be saying on this podcast. Because Nikki, look, allegedly, everything is allegedly. Because look, Nikki gonna fuck around, come for us all the shit. 
We gonna have Nikki coming to Sue I Love Podcast. And when I tell you I'm gonna be at the bar by him, I'm gonna be like, yup, they said it. You gonna switch, homie? You gonna testify against me to get immunity? Yeah. Oh! And, guess, and that's when I'm gonna leak that text. That's... <laughs> That's when I'm going to leak that fucking text. Don't. <laughs> that is so fake. That's when I'm going to leak the text. All right. Anyway. um, So there was a blogger who now. I have a point that I want to make about bloggers and blogger culture, but I'll, I'll get to that. Um, There was this blogger named Tosh K. I don't know who she is. Never seen her. Never heard of her. But apparently she had some real nasty shit to say about Cardi. And she was saying she called Cardi a prostitute. And I think he said she has some like STDs. I mean, like really kind of took it to another level. I think she was a YouTuber. And Cardi basically sued her ass. Sued her for like emotional damages, libel shit. I mean, and and won. Cardi has just won. Cardi had to testify um in in court and that's why I said Cardi had time and and was petty cuz I really do think Cardi did this to prove a point. To say that like y'all are not about to get on this fucking internet and say whatever the fuck y'all want about me out y'all ass like this and say it so strong with y'all chest and think that there aren't going to be any repercussions. And I think a lot of people do feel like, okay, she going to have a team send a letter, a cease and desist, but oh, they ain't did. really going to sue so- me. They ain't really going to sue me for real. And bitch, Cardi met your ass in court. Oh, so, so <laughs> Cardi B gave this bitch the chance to apologize. Mm-hmm. When Cardi first did this, sh- all Cardi wanted was an apology and just tell the world that this shit is not true. Because Cardi was so hurt by these allegations, she started posting um, test STD test results. Yeah. All types of things because they were saying she had herpes. And, you know, that don't mm-hmm. go away. And, mm-hmm. and then Wendy started saying it was just horrible. Mm-hmm. And she wanted the girl to just go online and say this is false. Because now I have to print out this and print out that and show the people, like, people mm-hmm. were saying, like, my girl had herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl didn't listen. Cardi sent the cease and desist. Um, Cardi did something, and the girl was like, the girl tweeted, like, y'all really think, because I guess Barty Gang was like, bitch, you gonna end up having to pay millions. And the girl tweeted, y'all really think I'm gonna get sued for millions? If anything, I only got to pay 30 k to because she filed the lawsuit and my <laughs> sus just won and this bitch got to pay four million dollars period like she'll never eat again bitch it's ramen noodles it's ramen noodles for you from here on out happy, happy meals hope you enjoy the fucking oodles and noodles bitch <laughs> happy meals for the rest of your life sis <laughs> enjoy the toy like that what a rotten thing to do to another black woman what a really really rotten thing to do and i and to be honest like i'm like was it a clout thing like did she need to feel like she did she think that she was gonna raise her profile as like an entertainment journalist or something well allegedly okay i'm not gonna say that no 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 let's go ahead let's just because here you go you so allegedly, Nicki Minaj had a lot to do with this. This girl is a huge barb, and Nicki mm, followed mm, her. Um, she mm, was a mm, she mm. was a Nicki um, vlog. Like if you go on her thing, it's nothing but positive stuff about Nicki, and she had Nicki's stamp of approval. That's why I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> 
I am speechless. <laughs> there is. That's why I didn't want to say nothing. See, you always judging my sis. Nikki Minaj. No, it's all not her. My sis had nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> y'all are sick. Y'all are fucking sick. I'm sorry. I know that was a long pause. Y'all are sick in the head. Wow. All right. Um. Well, what I wanted to say about that is. I feel like a lot of celebrities be real pressed about like blogs and blogger culture in a way that actually like I actually been waiting to get this off my chest in a way that actually makes it hard for people like me, hard for Pia, hard for this show, um, because it becomes very difficult for actual like journalists and people who um, really want to give artists a platform to tell their own stories and to, um, you know, control their own narrative and speak to their fans in a ways that they want to. It makes it really hard for us. Um, and part of that is because of the blogs, but also I will say too, part of that is on the artists because they don't take the time to sort through that. They don't understand our industry in the same way that we don't always understand their industry. And it sucks because I think that like people like Cardi or just artists in general a lot of the buzz that they get is from blogs and so they think that that's like the bread and butter of like publicity so when something happens on blogs they're like it's it's really up and it's stuck for them when it be shit that I didn't even see because like where I actually look for my entertainment news is you know what I'm saying motherfucking uh people.com or you know what I'm saying like uh, a reputable source I mean there are there are definitely some sites that are considered in the, in the quote unquote blog family that I do follow, like, you know, uh, the Jasmine brand is one. I think that, and, and honestly, you can tell by how people engage in the comments of sites like that, that, you know, what the energy is, and it's different. Like the Jasmine brand, her commenters usually tend to be more level-headed, smarter. smarter. They're smarter than, than the commenters. That you the Jasmine brand. That's my girl. Yeah. I love, I, I just want to say that like, you know, to, to any artist that's out here listening, <laughs> those blogs are not the end all be all to how you are perceived. That is a very small fraction of of how of how you are perceived. Do not assume that all of us see that. Do not assume that all of us all of us. Um, and social media is quick. What they say today, people forget tomorrow. It's going to be exactly. a new story tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And and also. Come fuck with us on purse first because we not we trying to, to we, we don't get into all of that bullshit. We not trying to twist your words around, but no, and, and also not even just us. Like there are just a lot of platforms and shows and um, journalists who are so talented and good at their jobs and who are, who are really in it for the right reasons. And it really sucks that like artists don't even like doing interviews anymore because um, of shit like that. And so yeah. And with that, I guess we're about to get into our guests for the day. We have such an amazing guest with us today. Um, <laughs> we She actually hails from Georgia. And I'm going to tell y'all a story about why I know where Milledgeville is in a second. But that's where Shorty is from. And I just want to say this, this girl, before I say her name, this girl is the reason why I continuously say that right now women are really just out rapping men period 
the the boys just are not interesting enough there there is so much female talent out that is um giving us so much versatility so much range so much talent and like to me that is pap chanel i'm so happy to have her hey girl hey hey fuck the mother bitches because i ran for my bitches hey fuck the mother bitches because i ran for my bitches hey What's up? The first question I really wanted to ask you is, you know, we've been, this has been like this city girl era where everybody is from the city. What is it like growing up in the country? Well, first of all, growing up in the country made me the female that I am today and I'm grateful for that. But honestly speaking, it just made me turn up my work ethic to a whole different level because being from a small town, you don't have that many resources. So it turned me into a bully out here in the, in the music industry. It made me really turn into a go-getter. I had to really get up off my behind to be where I'm at. <laughs> real country girl about to take over for real. Country girl running your city. <laughs> <laughs> Period. How hard, like, how hard was it to, like, adjust to the city life in Atlanta? You know, Atlanta is popping all day. Yeah. Well, um, when I first started coming up to Atlanta and stuff, I would say, like, it was something that grew up on me, but it wasn't like a challenge because I've always been a people's person. And like when I'm around other people and stuff, I just, the vibe is just absorbed. So it really wasn't not, no different. It was just, shoot, I don't know. It just, it wasn't hard at all. I just know at this point I'm capable of anything. I might work in a studio with Beyonce tomorrow. Oh my God. <laughs> Period. You better speak. You better claim that over your life. God damn it. I got to claim it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And that's so... I, I love that Pierre asked that actually. So I went to grad school in Atlanta. I went to Georgia state um, mm-hmm. to get my master's. And one of my best homegirls that I met when I was in grad school um, was this girl Shonda. And she was from Millageville. She was the only person that I had, okay. I had never even heard of it before. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, when I saw that that's where you was from, I was like, let me tell Shonda is somebody finna put her city on. Stop playing with them. I, I haven't texted her yet. I'm about to text her right after this because I wanted to be able to send her a screenshot of of our interview to say like go tap in, tap in. Like, do you? Because she might actually know who you are. To be honest, she a little older than you. We like we are um, aunties over here, but <laughs> but um, yeah, like that was literally the first person that I had met from there. So I am very curious just about like how long you've been making music and kind of how you started. Well, I grew up in a music house. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I grew up with, like, five brothers, and they was just so, like, into music. That's all they did. They used to have rap battles and stuff. So, me, by the time I turned six years old, I done seen it so much, I was like, let me join the goddamn boat. You know what I'm saying? Let me hop on real quick. So, ever since I was six years old, I just always used to write songs. That was my hobby. I would just go about lane, whatever I saw, I'll make a song about it. I would turn, like folk tales into a song <laughs> i used to just always have fun with it and once i got in middle school i started doing freestyle videos where i would just get instrumentals that was like popping at the time and just add my own spin to it and i just kept doing it being consistent it went viral and now we get a jack so it's in me not only yeah. something i've always done in life and i won't be like i wouldn't want to do anything else honestly speaking <laughs> and so i guess one of the things that, like, what what do, what would you consider, like, the big break? You know what I mean? Like, what was, like, that moment for you where it was really, like, I'm on to some shit? 
um, when I moved out my hometown and I was making a living off of my music because what I'm doing and everything that I have accomplished, it is not common where I'm from at all. So the fact when I moved out my hometown away from all my family, I don't have no family here in Atlanta. When I moved away and I was on my two feet by myself and I was making a living off of my music and it kept inclining, I was like, hold up, like this mm-hmm. finna go crazy. Every artist that I'd have listened to when I was a um when I was a kid, everybody I'm a fan of done reached out to me, told me keep going, giving me advice. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing something now. Let me keep dreaming. I want me a house in Hollywood, okay. in New York. I want me a three-story house. Nice, boo, uh, infinity pool. So <laughs> that was my big break, you know, making a living off of this. Like that is not coming, even out of my hometown. Like anywhere on this earth, it's hard. Like this music industry stuff is hard. It's hard. It is honestly. Like I talk about that all the time. How um, I would never, I would never be in the music industry because it's. Like the industry itself is just so everything from the hours that you have to keep from the, 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 the kind of bureaucracy that you have to manipulate the politics of it is just, and it really takes a toll on people. I think kind of in a negative way, obviously Pierre knows more about that because Pierre's the the rapper, the, the other artist amongst, among us, but. (laughs) Oh yeah, Pierre's an icon. You know what I'm saying? We try to keep it humble on the show, oh, but Pierre's low key icon. Look up, look out. up the freaky, <laughs> look up the freaky boys. Look up the freaky boys when you get a chance. <laughs> what, Y'all, what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Cancer. A Cancer. You know they say us Cancers are emotional. I don't think so, but hey, yeah. Team Cancer. We the best. <laughs> I hate it for the rest of y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So out of your entire catalog, out of out of all the bars you have pinned, what what bar or what song defines Pap Chanel? Like, which bar or song is like, that's who I am? Um, I would say the song that I just released on my project, Pretty and Pay 2.0, Perfect. It's called Perfect. On that song, I went in there raw, uncut. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. I went to the studio, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to empty my mind right quick. This beat, I'm going to use it as my diary. And I was just talking about everything that I experienced my country trials and tribulations, everything. So perfect is the perfect example of me. It exhibits all my, you know, and it just went crazy. And you can twerk to it. <laughs> uh, period. Oh. <laughs> and you just, re- you just released a video today right. that we were watching that has oh, the sample. That goes crazy. That goes crazy. Yeah, that um, goes crazy. So how has your family like kind of responded to your success? Uh, I mean, cause shit, you popping like, you know, so, so what has kind of changed the most for you, you know, aside from the actual location? That's so crazy. You just asked me that. My mom talked to me, talked my ear off for 50 minutes yesterday about how she's so proud of me. And she just finally wanted to tell me that I was inside of Uber. I was like, girl, go on now. You better make my eyes start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a cancer right she'll cry in a minute <laughs> so at first though they was like uh, you sure you don't want to go to college you don't want to plan b i'm like no, plan a is plan a plan b i don't know what the plan b is i'm not doing it i'm gonna focus on one thing and i'm gonna keep going till i don't have to complain no more doing what i can doing what i can until i do right. what i want to so at first they was like uh, but once they started seeing the fruits of my labor and how Everything was just coming back good, and I'm just elevating. It was like, girl, do your thing. You did the unthinkable, the unbelievable, and 
I'm gonna buy them a house. I'm gonna buy my dad and mama house, a Rolls Royce truck, and a Bentley. <laughs> I love that. And and honestly, yo, Anyone. and it's like you've, you've established, like you've established so much already. Like and you've gotten to a point in the rap game that a lot of people never make it to. A lot of people who are, are trying to pop off in the way that you are, like in music. And so I agree. And girl, them schools ain't going nowhere and they cost too goddamn much. I got two degrees. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I am I am curious though if you were not in the music industry what would you be doing what kind of you know what were some of your other interests aside from from making music I started going viral I was gonna go to Tuskegee University they had sent me an academic scholarship and everything I was doing good in school I graduated with a high GPA and everything so um when I freaking got out of school and I went viral I was like you know what? And I had to sit out a semester. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go on overdrive somewhere else. I'm going to focus on this music. And that's it. I wanted to be a news anchor. <laughs> I wanted to, Yes, I wanted to be a news anchor at first. So. I want you to do a music video where that is the concept, where you are a weather girl or a news anchor, and you reporting on all these cap ass bitches and these cap ass niggas, and, and you and you spread the news you can use. That would be such a cute video. Yeah, you like, and some oh, little glasses. Yes, I'm a I'm gonna write you a treatment. I'm gonna write you a treatment and send it to your team. <laughs> Now you just released Apple Jacks. Um it right. shit. We just watched it. Um, right. Yeah. That was so much fun making that you video. Like the that. whole process of like in the studio, like a year ago when I was making the song to now it's just the adrenaline is like uh, still up for that song. And my con you know, you know mm-hmm. where I'm from, yeah. the country baby. The original song, Sea Murder Down for My Hitters, that go off in the club. But I was like, you know what? Right. It's right, a classic, you know, and they the still play it. You know, they be strolling. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, put my mm-hmm. thinker on for this one. Go crazy on this beat for one time. Yeah. 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 You ate that up. So so with the release of this new video, what what's next? Well, I still have more videos to be released off of the project, my most recent project, Campaign 2.0. Um, I've been going crazy in the studio, y'all. I don't know, last week I made up like to seven songs last week in the studio. I've just been locking in. So right now I'm bursting my next project. Wow. I'm super excited about it and I'm gonna show everybody a different side of me. So it's a lot for Pap Chanel. I have um merchandise, pretty and paid merch for my on my official website. Um, I have a lot of things, different avenues that I'm about to go down. <laughs> just, you know, just stay on the watch out, watch out, baby. Just stay on the radar because, you know, I'm coming. You, you on go time. <laughs> your uh, foot, no, yeah, your foot on the gas. Yo, it's all. Uh, look, if I do something, I always want to ensure that I get the best at it. Now, our next segment of the show, um, we pride ourselves in not like being in artist business and like not worrying about who they sleep with. Them podcasts are lame. Um, we don't do that. We don't do that. So we have a segment at the end of our show called Ask Last, where we either get questions from other people or we jump into their business and things of that nature. And today we want to ask you, who was the last person you had to block and why on social media? 
Or, or it could be on your phone. Um, it could be a, a number that you had to block to. Um, it was a, um, it was an account. You know, people be making fake accounts and be so bold behind the fake accounts. So somebody um, DM me and said, "Hey, Tay K, mm-hmm. when are you gonna get out of jail?" They're trying to say yes. They're trying to say I am a clone. Of what? Tay K is not in jail. He's me. <laughs> Yes, I'm Tay Gay. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. And then you know what? Think I'm lying. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. People have made YouTube videos about how Tay K's label paid paid me to turn into Tay K and to leave my body. I was like, y'all really think people out here cloning people? <laughs> so I blocked them real quick. And they probably gonna make another page and do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, you know you you know you pop it when niggas got the whole conspiracies on your ass though. <laughs> oh my god. That is wild. That's and you know what? And it's so crazy because people come up with this shit and they get so obsessed with it and they feel like it's like a gospel that they have to go spread to people. Like And you be like, you made that up. You, yeah. It's funny to me though. I just, when stuff like that occurs, I be like, that's the beauty of what I do. It's to the point people are overthinking. They overthinking the plot, trying to make yes. this new narrative now. So it's just yes. funny. Like, <laughs> it's showing me I'm doing something right. <laughs> and it's and it's wild too because when you first started I was nervous because I'm like wait is this like some transphobia stuff where they trying to say that like this girl is like trans or like what is because because that's that's what I like commented on something I like commented on like a Megan Thee Stallion post <laughs> and I started getting all of these like response from all of these accounts that was dedicated to exposing Megan Thee Stallion as someone who is trans which is inherently transphobic <laughs> but also just first right. of all I don't give a fuck, give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> Dude, that ain't gonna stop me from let me say if you rap you rap bitch let me tell you something. If 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 Megan Thee Stallion came out as trans, baby, I would double up on what the fuck I'm buying of hers. And that is on period. That's all that would do is make me like her more. But no, this has been so, so dope, Pap. I'm so glad you came yeah. to, to have a key with us. Um, tell the people where to find you online. <laughs> okay, y'all. I thank y'all so much for all the viewers. Follow me on all social media at P-A-P Chanel. Go like comment and subscribe on everything baby pretty and pay 2.0 is out now and baby keep up applejack's new video is just trial today okay <laughs> yeah period that's pat no that's pat no smear i might go for it because i do be taking these hoes you feel me so i love you <laughs> oh, these, oh, that's the bar. You see it? Yeah, you oh, see Pierre? It took. You. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, pause, oh, pause. Because be- before you take us out, no, no, no. Because Pat really raps like that, and that also is really like yo pen. You be giving what needs to be gave because when I listen to the, to your music, there are so many men. There are so many moments where <laughs> I'm like, wait. There was so much in what she just said. Like, I got to kind of go back and... Like, rewind that shit. Yeah, I have to rewind it. Like, there's one thing... There's one line where you said, like, you and your man both want me to bounce or something like that. Something like that you said. But, like, 
Yo, nigga waiting for this ass and music to drop. Nigga, what you saying? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But it was like, oh, yeah, you, you and your nigga both want me to drop. And I'm like, oh, okay. The, the people excited about her music. I'm like, oh, wait. Your nigga want me to drop. Like, oh, listen. Pat, let me tell you something. You're going over bitches' heads. You're going over bitches' heads. You're going over the girlies' heads. I love it. I love it. Okay, Pierre, take us out. This was so much fun. You on a bundle. Yo, to all of our listeners and viewers, you can watch the full unedited motherfucking interview we just did with my girl, Pap Chanel, on Patreon. Um, You can find us at patreon.com slash show. That's where we ask, like, how she linked up with Future. It's popping over there. You get all the good shit, early access to episodes, everything. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Purse First Show. You can find me at Prince Charming P, Cecily at Bad Fat Black Girl. And please consider giving us five motherfucking stars, ratings on everything, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and whatever you listen to your podcast, baby. Period. And... And shout out to Critical Minded, an initiative to support cultural critics of color, co-founded by the Nathan Cummings Foundation and the Ford Foundation. They the plug for this season of Purse First. I holla.